right out of the bank and write the check to KXLU and all I gotta do when I get back to LA is get it mailed and, and uh, get it uh, you know, get it get it get the envelope addressed and get the uh, stamp on it and all that and then I got it together. We buy the stamp and all that, but uh, got that together. Got to get the Cruz Junior. And I guess if I, it's still like a bunch of struggle because I, I still I don't know what's going on if somebody's like playing a game with me like trying to get my cab rides canceled through the internet or not but <laughs> no, I just that's, think that's COVID and them not having people available could be could be but at least I got it at least I got the ride and got it done got everything done that I wanted to this time so I'm not quite as much of a uh, I think no, I'm not. I'm not. In, I'm not in the. Uh, I'm ready to to really educate people on the news and not just like uh, be. Uh, I don't know the spirit of Haman today. So it got a little dark at the end. I, I got that. I was dark the whole damn section that we recorded, probably. But uh, I mean, I am probably anyway. But I mean, this time it was extra like stupidity dark. You know? Yeah, but welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. And I'm Kyle Chaos. But yeah, after yesterday's segment, uh, I kind of, I don't know how, like, news and talk show people do it, like, when they have a crappy day. Like, how can you, like, really play like you care about educating people or anything? I mean, like... I mean, I guess, like, Dan Rather's had depression, like, if he was a newscaster, and I remember at one point, like, somebody called him for something he was supposed to do with the news, and he, like, had to, just didn't feel like getting out of bed, and he had to, like, full-on, you know, like, act like he cared about it and shit, all this stuff, but, uh, I don't know, it's a trip. Yeah, like, I had a decent day at first. Like, I sold a phone, finally. Hey, hey! Yeah, not just the prepaids, either. It was a postpaid. Right on. I don't know. Do they have that, like, as... Do they have that as a cereal? You know, like, postpaid cereal? <laughs> like I don't know. That year. might be expired. That might be expired. Maybe, you know, but that's, you know, they say if there's bugs in the cereal, you know, if the bugs like it enough, that means it's pretty good cereal. <laughs> yeah, delicious roach cereal. That reminds me of when I was a kid and I lived in houses with roaches in them. And the roaches were getting absolutely everything. When I, I remember, like, this one time when I was with the woman I was with for eight years and she used to eat Lucky Charms and there was a box of Lucky Charms and cockroaches got in him. So I started doing like the, the Lucky Charms bit, you know, like red hearts, purple moons, orange stars, green clovers. And then what color are cockroaches usually? Black. And black cockroaches. It's the new flavor in Lucky Charms. <laughs> nah. Yeah, I remember I was drinking some hot cocoa that was left out overnight, and then fucking some roaches got in my mouth once. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was gross. Well, you know, they have... They taste like chicken. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They taste like bugs. Maybe if well, you know, cooked. for all the people that want us to start eating bugs, you know, like, instead of regular food because of, uh... <laughs> reset or whatever you know. yeah yeah and then fucking I tried to fucking add her a line but then it wouldn't let me or I would have sold two phones ah damn yeah but it's all good you know at the end of my shift I yep. randomly pissed on myself 
That's what they say right before they give you a lethal injection. It's all good. Yeah, I guess my I'm getting old. My bladder is not working properly anymore. Why do you say that? You're just like pissing too much or? It's like hard to control my piss. Like once I gotta go, like I gotta go. That's why I, when I was trying to help yeah. a lady, like at the end of the day, like I pissed myself. Oh shit, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's uh, no, that probably means you got like something heavy, cause like, I know, I, I, uh, I know. As far as like the worst, as far as that went for me, as old as I am. Uh, let me think. There was. Uh, well, there was, you know, like when I couldn't control it because I was like too far away and I hadn't learned how to get to the, I had to go to like the, this public bathroom in the trailer park before I got the toilet and start installed in my trailer and I always kept pissing on myself trying to do that because it was just like, I wouldn't, it was just a long journey to get there and I wouldn't get there fast enough and shit. Yeah. But, uh, and then a couple times, like in my life where I wound up pissing on myself in my sleep, that was really freaky. But like, I think like whenever that happened, there was like something wrong with me or something that I needed to like get some impurities like cleaned out of my system or something. You know, like uh, I haven't had that problem in a long time. But... Yeah, it's like early in the like... morning, like it sucks. Cause it's like, oh fuck, I gotta go. Like my bladder will hold itself when I'm sleeping. As soon as I'm awake, I drank too much water right before bed. It's like, it's a wrap. Yeah, see, like, I'm somebody who, like, needs to drink water at a certain point before I go to sleep, because if I don't, it's not so bad. Not even, like, at one point, it was really bad. Like, if I didn't drink water at some point before I went to sleep, my eyes would be, like, in pain, and I wouldn't be, I'd be, like, waking up in the middle of the night with eye pain and shit. But, uh... Oh, wow, I that's heavy. I haven't had that problem in a heavy, you know, in a long amount of time. But I always make sure I drink a certain amount of water before, like, a little bit before I go to sleep, usually. Or at least, you know, like, right after I have dinner or something so that I don't have that problem. But, yeah. uh, I don't know. That That's a, that's a freaky thing. Yeah, father time is a cruel bitch. Father time, you cruel bitch. I don't know. I, I think you probably just have, like, some kind of impurity thing in your system, you know, like, uh, that you just gotta, like, drain yourself until it, whatever it is comes out and you're, you go back to normal, you know, because whenever I've had that, that's what was happening with me, you know, like, I, I just wasn't, it's something I had to drain out of my system before I'd go back to normal and, and that. Well, it might be the meds I'm on, because I didn't have this problem before. Uh, Now, a lot of these meds do, like, fuck with your kidneys. You might want to, like, tell tell whoever's giving you the meds about that. Because, I mean, if that's one of the, like, have they, like, do they, you know, they have, like, on your meds what the side effects are? Uh, it's a shot. Like, I'm not taking any of the other meds. Okay, so, like, do they have... When they give you the shot, does, do they know what the side effects of it are? Uh, I've never looked at it. Yeah, you, you might want to look that up, because that might be one of the side effects. Yeah, because I know it makes my fingers twitch a little bit. Oh, that's freaky. Well, like just yeah. like my middle finger and my pointing finger, like they twitch a tiny bit. Well, that's always something you could use whenever you're getting stopped by a cop or something. No, I'm sorry, my, I just have a problem. My, my middle finger just twitches. It just twitches. I I'm not really trying to flip you off, but I just have a problem. My finger just twitches because of my medication. It just looks like I'm always trying to flip you off. <laughs> yeah, it's my segments. Exactly. Yeah, but you ready to dive into the news? Yeah, let's dive into the news. Splash, splash, splash. Add a little bit of piss. Oh, yeah. But, you know, sometimes, you know, the, the news will, you know, 
they have a tendency to piss you off. So, you know, that's kind of what happens. just blowing this girl getting shots up so fucking much yeah no but that's good i mean i that makes sense to blow that up i mean because that is a really heavy thing like this the verdict just happened and this shit's still happening so no like the girl who got shot when she was trying to stab those chicks okay yeah but like i mean i'm interested in seeing what other people are saying about it beside the cop like, when the cop says this, then how do people like LeBron James respond to it? Campus in turmoil. OSU reacts to Bryant killing. Oh, right on. What's OSU? Ohio State Columbus. Oh, okay. Right on. Yeah, no, this, this is a pretty important article. Ohio State University students demand the college severed ties with Columbus police. Oh, right on. That's a good that's a good change for the better for people going to that college. Dude, it's a gross overreaction to a justified cop killing. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I think if they could get the change happening so that the cops don't have as much of a presence in the school, that's a better, that's change for the better to me. Yeah, I guess if you're on that, I'm on that boat. Of course I'm on that boat. Shit, I, I hated that. Every time somebody would get, which it didn't really happen that much at the junior college I went with, but I mean, I guess a few people got messed with by the campus police or something, but uh, who knows? Destiny Brown, a senior at the Ohio State University, breathed a sigh of relief in her dorm room on Tuesday when the guilty verdict came down for former Minneapolis police officer Eric Chauvin. But the moment of respite proved short-lived. Minutes later, she scrolled on Twitter and learned that a 16-year-old will respite. Uh learned that a 16-year-old girl, year old black girl, Makia Bryant, had been shot and killed that afternoon by Columbus police. I can't even begin to process the fact that we live in a world where people's lives, regardless of what they're doing, what they have going on, guilty or not, innocent or not, their lives just do not matter. It doesn't make sense to me and never will. say anything else after that yeah she says I'm ready to organize again so now they're this is going to be Black Lives Matter's new poster child and they're going to try and get the cop fucking charged and there's no chance in hell that a cop is going to get charged with what that girl was doing okay we'll see what happens like if it's a wrap for cops in America shooting anybody if if they manage to stick this on this guy because that chick was right literally on. attempting to murder another girl in the eyes of the law. It's like what's the difference between a girl with a knife trying to kill somebody and a mass shooter trying to kill somebody, some people in a Walmart. In all circumstances, the cops are well are allowed to kill the person. So, what's the difference? Could be, but that's it. But if if it would make it so that at least before I wind up going to jail, if I go to jail, that I can do a mass killing and, and uh, at least kill as many people as I can before they wind up arresting me, right on. 
<laughs> Thanks for the degenerate answer, cockass. That's the answer I always give, because I'm a degenerate and proud of it. <laughs> I love that echo on here. Uh, that's it for the article. Okay. Go to the next one. Alarming trend noted as Capitol riot arrests continue. Okay. I wonder if this is clickbait or what. Okay, what's the, okay so yeah, what does the article say? Because I'm wondering what they're saying is the alarming trend. Well, they're saying that 52 people that are military and law enforcement and government personnel. Yeah. So a lot of government people are getting arrested. Okay, well, that's... I don't know. To me, that's good. And to me, that, that means, okay, there's a bunch of people in the government that are really freaked out. I'm imagining about what's happening with the lockdown and how much we've lost our freedom in this country because of it. And they're... Uh, they... Or, you know, we're just freaked out about it. I don't know. But uh, if that means uh, that the cops and the military people themselves are not going to be blame law and order people, then right on. Yeah. That's true. It means that we have a lot of political dissidents in the government. Right on. That's a good thing. So, I mean, it just sucks that that uh, the Democrats are going to try to make sure that these people are going to be punished to the full extent of the law, to the maximum extent of the law, in the kind of way that the Chinese reacted to the protesters at Tiananmen Square. But uh, I don't know. That sucks. And then no reason for mass vaccination, says Senator. Oh, good. Which, which senator is this? I mean, after hearing Eric Garcetti's lame comments yesterday. Senator Ron Johnson. Okay, okay so you must be a Republican, I'm guessing, because in general they're the only people talking, going against this... Uh, mass depopulation program that uh, is that the Democrats are trying to put on. Yeah, they're just giving away the vaccines at work now. Well, yeah, no, they've, they've been doing that for a while in, in California. Hell, if you want the chance to be killed, we're giving it away. <laughs> We're, we want there to be a lot less of you in this world now. <laughs> but, uh, uh, where, where were we? Okay, we're, we're so, yeah, so is, is Ron Johnson a Republican? Yeah. Okay, did he say anything else? Or what did he, like, did he say more than just that statement? He said, why is this big push to make sure everyone gets a vaccine? He said it's highly okay. suspicious. Well, it's highly suspicious to me. You know, this is uh, very, yeah, no, I, I really think that the government's trying to kill a bunch of people with this bioweapon. He said there's no reason to be pushing vaccines on people. If you have a vaccine, quite honestly, what do you care if your neighbor has one or not? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Good comments. Yeah, he said, uh, he also questioned the efficacy of the vaccines themselves, saying they were not fully approved while also arguing arguing that not everyone needed to receive one because of they are so effective. 
Okay. Yeah. No, I, I agree that that everything you said uh, sounds for real to me. Everyone, he said, everyone should have the right to gather information, consult with their doctor, and decide for themselves whether to get vaccinated. I believe the role, I believe the government's role, and therefore my role, is to help ensure transparency so that people have as much information as possible to make an informed decision for themselves. Right on. Yeah, everything you're saying sounds pretty for real. It is a legitimate question as to whether people at very low risk of suffering serious illness from COVID, particularly the young and the healthy, should be encouraged to take a vaccine that is being administered under an emergency use authorization. Yeah, makes sense. That's it for the article. Okay. Sounds good. Let's go to the next one. One dead, four injured in San Diego shooting. Suspect arrested. Okay. So where does uh, yeah? So like, what what kind of location did the shooting happen, and did they find a motive for it yet? Or I mean, I don't know. Just read the article, I guess. <laughs> I would say like a man with an untraceable nine millimeter gun appeared to randomly open fire in the downtown nightlife district. Killing one person and injuring four other people, police said Friday. Wow, right on. It appears completely unprovoked, said San Diego Police Chief David Nislate or Nislate at a news conference. Wow, at least somebody got to. Uh get revenge against whoever he wanted to get revenge against, or, I don't know, like, do whatever he's trying to do. I don't know. We still got to figure out what he was actually trying to do. But, okay, he got to do it. Got to go shoot some people. He was firing wildly into the crowd. Must be fun. as George Floyd mural vandalized with racial slur. Oh, damn. Where was this at? And was it was it the one they always use or something different and, and uh, something that they don't use as much? <laughs> uh, George Floyd mural in Houston, Texas defaced with racial slur. No, they don't say which one. Yeah, they're not saying what the slur was. Okay, we can probably guess what it was. But okay. But uh, it sounds like a nihilist did this because he also painted Lives Don't Matter. Could be, but, you know, no, if, if you use the other word, I don't think it's a nihilist. That, that sounds more like a racist dude. I mean, because I'm a nihilist, but, uh, you know, that's, uh, I've been accused, of, I remember that's one, one of the parents, uh, 
called me when uh, I was explaining myself uh, after my acid freakout. <laughs> you know, I was explaining, you know, like, if I would have died from the acid, I don't really care. And, you know, they're like, well, you're a nihilist. <laughs> or whatever that, you know, because it had, I don't know, rat, you know, rat poison or whatever in it. <laughs> statistic 500 people in the US have died after being tased well that's uh well it's only 500 in the country like in the whole country yeah that's still a pretty low number but yeah that's still you know makes you not want to be in that position or not want it to be done to people so much But then as, as much as uh, lately I think of that as, as a, the ultimate way to get revenge against the creator uh, would be to, to uh, tase children's private parts, uh, you know, to tase the private parts of the, the innocent life that is one of the most valuable things to the horrible creator. You know? Shameless plug. I don't know if it's a plug, but it's just part of, uh, you know, part of uh, what I think is the best revenge against the creator. Shameless plug. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know, I take every every chance I can to, uh, to uh, what is it, uh, to advocate... Uh, You know what? Uh, what the demon Satan's final solution? Oh well, yeah, exactly. I mean that's that's what uh, the one that's what the demons told me on that uh, was the uh, best way to get revenge against the creator uh, on uh, my uh, 2010 mushroom trip. I don't know if they, no, I shouldn't say they did that, they said that exact thing, because they didn't, that was more after the trip, really, but uh, that I more elaborated on what it could mean or whatever, so that's more my idea than the demons, but, uh, For some reason, my maps trip got deleted. What is what does that thing do? Uh, it just gives you live updates on how far you are from home and shit through Google. Oh, okay. So like, where it tracks your bus? Yeah. Okay. You can look at the map and see where you are and shit. Okay, so you're trying to fix that? Yeah. Get it back on?
drum again. Find another story to cover. Uh, you got your map thing back in? Yeah. Okay, cool. Repeating this again. Under the hypnotics of the game. Gotta fight it. That's why I don't do witchcraft. I don't want extra passengers. Okay, well, I don't think they're passengers. I mean, I don't think this has anything to do with, with spirits. I think this more has to do with people and, and uh, PAs and speakers with subliminal messages. Like subliminal messages being broadcast on low volume and PAs and speakers run by. Uh, Either I think this is probably PAs and speakers run by the Manson family, or, or could have been somebody else, some other dude that some other dude that did hypnotism came to the office one day too. Yeah, and then we got a story about migration. Like an Obama former aide says that uh. Biden is incentivizing irregular immigration. So is that like immigration by people that are constipated? Yeah, they're immigrating from the bowels to the sphincter. Yeah, but you know, it's like if it's irregular immigration, then that means they're constipated. Yeah, true. But okay, you know, I don't know. If people can get into the country, you know, that that, uh, weren't able to get in the country for the last four years, right on. Party poopers. No, but these people can't poop, so, you know. Because they're irregular. So, if they were party poopers, it'd, it'd be regular immigration. <laughs> touche. Okay, that's touche. And it says a surge in large groups of people crossing the border illegally, particularly those that include families and unaccompanied minors is being driven in part by the relief that the Biden administration's policies will allow migrants to stay in the U.S. according to an intelligence alert issued by U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Okay. See, I didn't think the people from U.S. Customs and Border Protection had any intelligence. I think they're as intelligent as the numbers allow. I don't know. I thought they were as intelligent as Corky from Life Goes On. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. It was a, a, there was a comedy, a sitcom that had a uh, dude with Down Syndrome as the main character. And his name was Corky. Hmm. Was like in the early 90s. And the baby had down soon.
a conservative Christian book ignites debate over reparations and faith itself. Uh, okay. Wait, okay, wait. Is it, okay, this, did it say conservative Christian book or textbook? Book. Okay. What would... I mean, I kind of see what the issue would have to do with faith if you're trying to figure out, okay, what would be the moral stand on that? But then why would that, like, have anything to do with faith, it, like, questioning faith itself or something? I'm not, I'm not sure. Okay, so yeah, yeah, go into this article. I'm kind of, like, wondering where... Well, the first paragraph makes it seem like racists don't like their book. Okay, but, you know, like, racism goes against Christianity anyway. Like, you know, like, if you read, like, First Peter chapter 1, if I remember right, like, the whole, like, chapter 1 of that book is, like, you can't interpret it any other way but that it's against racism. So, I think, you know, like, if racism, if racists are upset with it, then, you know, that's probably going along with what Christianity teaches in the first place. A pair of Christian ministers have provoked a debate inside conservative white evangelical Christianity with a new book about reparations to African Americans for the injustices of slavery and systemic racism. Okay. I wonder who these pastors are. I wonder if they're like really famous pastors or not. And one of their primary points is that they don't think the place to start is with logistical questions such as who would get reparations and who would pay for them. Okay. So where do they think it should start? People are saying, well, how are we even going to do reparations? That's the equivalent of saying, well, how are we even going to solve this coronavirus? Well, we're going to solve it. We're going to figure it out. Said Gregory Thompson, co-author of Duke I don't know. I mean, I don't think there is a way to solve coronavirus. It's like, that's, you know, it's like it's going to kill a bunch of people and eventually it's going to wane out like every other disease. You know, so a bunch of people are going to die and eventually it's going to wane out. And then less people die. But, I mean, I don't know why you would compare... I don't know, like, how those two issues compare. I don't know. That's kind of a weird comparison. So, yeah, but okay, go on. The book is titled Reparations, A Christian Call for Repentance and Repair. Okay. I can see how that would go along with Christianity. I mean, if... uh... (laughs) I mean, I don't know, like, if the average person would, like, feel like, oh, I should be feel sorry. I mean, I don't think, I don't know. It's like, I think if you're, like, full on, like, really believe in racism and shit, you know, that would be something, you know, like, if you really wanted to be Christian, you'd want to repent of. But, uh... I don't think the average person that like isn't really into racism, but just their their grandparents might have been or whatever, like like they'd have a need to repent for that or something. So like that kind of doesn't make sense either. But okay. Wait, what? Okay, you asking me? Yeah. What did you say? Okay. Like this dude is saying, like this is a call to repent. And, and it's like, yeah, and it's like, okay, I don't know, I don't, I don't think, unless you're like really, 
like someone who still really believes in racism. Like if you're someone who really believed in racism and all of a sudden you converted to Christianity. I mean, I think those are the people that would want to repent, but I don't think like most people really like believe in racism. So it's like, I don't think you should, you know, would go, oh, everybody in America needs to repent because blah, blah, blah. It's like, I mean, every, you know, like their whole belief is everybody needs to repent from something, but I don't, you know, that's like accusing like everybody in the country is racist, is, is racist now and you all have to repent for it. And it's like, what the hell? I, I don't know. Or every white dude in the country is racist and you better repent for him for it. Like what, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's like really what's happening, but okay. If you, yeah, okay. So then what, what does it say after that? Because this is get... a pretty complicated, well, because this is pretty complicated, and so what we do is we have to just be willing to get in the lab together and figure it out. That really is where we are in this conversation culturally, and I hope that people will step into it. Okay. Well, we'll see. You know, the, I, I imagine the uh, Christian talk shows will probably uh, talk about it or something. I mean, in general, like, when that stuff happens, like, that's... In, in my interest in, in uh, which really, after I became a Luciferian, I got more interested in how the Christian media does shit. But usually my, you know, I, usually when they do the talk shows, I'm not that interested because most of the Christian talk shows are just like pushing Republican politics in general. And so like, I don't really like to pay attention to it. You know, my interest in, in hearing the Christian media is, is really about like how they able, so I can figure out how to argue against the Bible or to say what I believe about whatever thing they're reading. But, uh, I don't know, it's all, uh, pretty, uh, freaky. Whatever it is. Yeah. Alright, ready to move to the next article? Yeah, let's go to the next one. Putin warns the West as Russian police detain almost 1,800 Navalny protesters. Now, what's Putin warning the West about? Security forces detained at least 1,770 supporters of the jailed hunger-striking Kremlin critic Alexei Navalny amid protests across Russia Wednesday, according to the independent monitoring group OVD Info. Damn, this sounds like Putin's government is turning into a one-party state now. Well, wasn't like it always a one-party state? Not before Putin's last term. Because, like, remember, like, Putin was in office and then somebody else, I think Yeltsin was in office after that. And then when Putin came back, it's like he turned it back into a one-party state like communism was up until 90 when it fell. Wait, wasn't Gorbachev the president before he came back? Yeah, Gorbachev was the one that made the deal and then Putin was president and then Boris Yeltsin was president. Oh. But then when Putin came back, uh, it got a lot worse. Or, I don't know, at some point, like, Boris Yeltsin was president and it wasn't, 
as bad when he was president. And then, like, when Putin came back, because I thought Putin did a term and then Yeltsin took over, and then Putin did a term, but it might have been different. Because I remember George W. Bush doing, making a deal with Putin. I'm, I'm trying to remember who was president around when Obama was in office, who was president of, of uh, Russia. I but think definitely, it's been like, Putin the entire time. Might have. I don't know. We'd have to look at what happened with Putin. But Putin really kind of has turned it back into a one-party state. Like either you're with our government, or you know we're gonna completely repress you. Yeah, that's true. But okay, so he arrested a bunch of everybody that's in the opposition to him. Yeah, hold on. I'm about to get off the bus in a second. Okay. Pissy bastard. That's the way I smelled most of the time when I was homeless. <laughs> I really didn't smell pissy and shitty. Or really, the, at least the first. Yeah, most of the time I was homeless. Shit. I ran into the back of that 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 uh, toilet and <laughs> that had shit all over it, and that was stinky. <laughs> I ran my jeans into the back of that toilet and it's just like, ooh. Yeah, I couldn't tolerate being too stinky. No, I was very stinky, man. I, I had to tolerate it until I uh, until I finally got to a motel and, and could afford a motel and change into some different clothes. <laughs> like the... And then after that, I was only homeless for like... I don't know how many days... I'm trying to remember, it was three, four, yeah, Wednesday, so that was the fourth. Fourth, five, six, seven, eight, and then nine, ten, eleven, or something like that. I think I was only on the street for like five days after I got out of the the motel before I got into the into a bird's house. Uh, must have been a trip. It was a trip, but like I said, I, I felt felt more relaxed and uh, more uh, comfortable than when I was uh, than any of the houses I've lived in since. Really, felt more like I was where I needed to be and shit than I've been in all the houses I've been in. I mean, like right now, I feel like I'm where I need to be. I feel relaxed and I feel comfortable. But when I get back to that house, whenever I run out of money here, or, you know, my money gets too short because I'm not going to totally run out before I leave. But uh, then I'm going to, like, feel like I'm in a place that I shouldn't be and that I'm all, like, not relaxed and not comfortable and all that again. every house I've been in after I got to LA I felt that since you know how many years ago a few years ago I felt that way
Wow, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I... Yeah. No, I know the code. What's up? TV for the living room. We all got that TV and take in the bedroom now. Got a big ass 50 inch TV. I'm sitting here now. Yeah. I'm gonna put it on. Oh, you're back in the house? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. Tripping. Echo. Wow. Dorothy. Dorothy. Woo! Woo! Oh god. Tripping. Wow. Man, I just can't. Dude, I don't know what the hell is going on with my bladder, dude. I'm definitely gonna have to bring this up to my fucking doctor. Okay. I just totally pissed my shit again. What the fuck? It's freaky. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I'm in the podcast. Okay. All right, I'll talk to you later, bud. Okay, talk to you then. All right, peace. Peace.